Welcome to the first episode of Walking, Talking, Reading, Writing, Te Pataka Toy Adam Art Gallery's podcast series exploring themes running through the exhibition's Nick Austin Life Puzzle and Ara Toy Art Collection in Focus, Ana Iti, A Dusty Handrail on the Track. The common point of departure is a push-pull approach to language and physical structure. This episode features Rachel O'Neill, a Pākehā queer filmmaker, writer and artist living and working between the Kapiti Coast and Te Whanganui Atara Aotearoa. Rachel develops screen-based works, writes books and collaborates on cross-disciplinary projects, seeking out fresh ways to see and understand the human condition and to unearth the humour and strangeness that underlie experience. On the 8th of March 2023, Rachel presented a playful and poetic discussion exploring the interpersonal tones and shifting arrays of voices that shape our day. During this talk, participants were invited to spend some time listening to the voice of an artwork of their choice, exploring it in relation to self, moment and situation. It was hoped that these personal found sounds might generate curious chords of experience for private or group reflection. The talk was an intriguing undertaking that provoked a unique reading of the exhibition. This episode is Rachel's adaptation for podcast, opening the experience to anyone, anywhere, anytime. Kia ora and welcome. Ko Rachel O'Neill, aho. Today I invite you to make music from connections both fleeting and enduring, past and present, specifically connections between yourself, your immediate surroundings, and a compelling work of art. When we experience ourselves as an instrument composed of interpersonal connections, I like to think we can make music any time we like. Perhaps you don't consider yourself musical, or you do and you want to expand your repertoire, or you simply want to surprise yourself creatively. Today we take an expansive approach to musicality in order to spark our innate ability to make music. Because I'm wearing clothes, or at least you trust that I am, and speaking in complete sentences, you might assume that I'm a normal person. As we proceed today, you may feel this isn't quite the whole story, and you may well be right. I'm assuming you are all kind and compassionate listeners and that you may need compelling evidence. Therefore, I'd like to read you a poem from my recent collection, Requiem for a Fruit. Yes, Chapter 19 As I take a walk with the dead, reverberant men of my family, a writer approaches. The protagonist of their latest book has my last, first and middle names. It's rather ingenious. The details of my life make stark sense when organised into chapters of sound. Several are even instantaneous, which again makes total sense, given human ears respond to noise events non-linearly. 
My initial reaction is unease at the blatant usury of the intonations of my life, and by a non-professional me at that. Yet the writer presses their palm into the small of my back with intoxicating sensitivity. When I permit it, they take my right hand and stow it in their tote bag. My fingers curl around some branches inside that squeak candidly when rubbed. Yes, chapter 19, the writer says, a ship of mice in the trees. And the cousin, I remind the writer, who reminded me that I had been a child once who had lived an entire lifetime by the whistle of the sea. Funny, isn't it, the writer muses, all that composition at a distance. They make a last note. Time orbits the ear and never enters its own record. My next book is a hybrid form narrative work that draws on poetic and musical forms such as songs, chants, score sheets, dramatic dialogue, found sonic material, beat samples and extended lyric sequences that aim to register as music with symphonic structure on the page. In it, there is a queer chant, which claims to be like a Gregorian chant, only in the queer tradition. While that is a stretch of reality, there is a line in the chant that goes, We throw off the stranger's life and gift ourselves disturbance. I read the poem earlier as proof of my strangeness, not to make you nervous, Rather, to give you permission today to be more yourself than normal. You may find it useful to take a childlike approach to our exercise, to be curious, open and spontaneous. Children graft themselves imaginatively to the world and make a fun collaboration out of who they are and what is external. Kids gift themselves to themselves in a way. I hope you feel able to gift a bit of yourself to yourself by the end of our time together today. Above all, I invite you to throw off the stranger's life and sink luxuriously into who you are. The exercise, which I'll outline shortly, asks you to spend some time listening to the voice of an artwork of your choice and exploring it in relation to self, moment and situation. My hope is that these personal found sounds you discover will have the potential to generate curious chords of experience for private or communal reflection. The experiment of it all was inspired by Nick Austin's exhibition Life Puzzle and the video installation A Dusty Handrail on the Track by Anna Iti both exhibited at Te Pātaka Toi, Adam Art Gallery. You can undertake this exercise with these works in the gallery space, with online documentation of the work at a later time, or with entirely different artworks. You can take this podcast into any exhibition space, or engage with artwork at home or online. 
The idea is to select a work that you find instinctually compelling and spend quality time with it. I remember Nick Austin describing how he was out walking one day preoccupied with his thoughts when he pulled up short, looked around and asked, how the hell did I end up here? A very relatable experience and metaphor for life sometimes. Anna Iti's video is an intimate group portrait of the artist and four Wahine Māori authors exploring various connections including words shared between their books. The importance of cross-generational connection emphasised in Iti's work reminded me of an article I'd read suggesting the human auditory system is highly non-linear. I reflected on all these things what if we don't use units of time to describe experience, and we attend instead to the interpersonal tones and shifting arrays of voices that shape our day? What does experience look like when we see ourselves more as time travellers? What might the music of a time traveller look and sound like? Now we will begin the exercise, which falls into two parts. Part 1. Use the prompts I will read to you next as a starting point to explore auditory experience and voice in relation to the artwork of your choice. If you feel inspired to run with your own prompts, please do so. When any of the prompts resonate with you, Pause this recording and document your responses on paper as they come to you, either as marks, words, sentences, or any other inscription that is meaningful to you. Here are your prompts. Name a sound, voice, or vibration you heard or felt this morning. A loving sound voice for you is. Name a sound that has travelled across time to greet you today, or a voice that you long to hear right now. Name a sound that comes and goes throughout your day. Describe a sound, voice, vibration that feels rooted in your soul. A sound that you can also feel with your hand or wish you could touch. Describe a voice or community of voices that you feel connects you to other voices you are in fellowship, collaboration or resonance with at this time. A tone, voice or vocal quality that you feel could be present in the world or situation of the artwork you have chosen to engage with. What sounds are you making right now? 
could record a message about this moment and send it to yourself for later reference, what would it be? Would your message involve words, sounds, or gestures of another kind? Feel free to perform or document your message right now. Or make a sound with your body right now and translate the sound into marks on the page as best you can. Translate these marks into a word or words if you want to. What sounds did our universe make as it was born? What sounds did you make? What sounds did the work of art in front of you make? Take a moment to be present where you are. Take in the sight, space and atmosphere. Are you and the artwork of your choice sharing the same physical reality? How is this moment and your proximity to the work prompting you to listen and tune in both within and beyond your body and its boundaries, both within and beyond your world of perception and your perceptual boundaries? Are you drawn to sounds that are physically present, or imagined, or both? Why? If you were to describe a memorable moment in your life as a sound, or lend it a vocal quality, what would you choose, and how would you describe it? Give the past, present and future a voice. What are they saying? At what volume? What do you like or dislike about silence? What are some of the qualities of silence? Leaning into your human capacity for highly non-linear hearing your amazing time-travelling brain algorithms. What sounds or voices from across time would you like to bring together right now, however impossible? Taking inspiration from the work in front of you, situate an existing musical instrument in the world of the work, or invent an instrument that would fit in this world. Describe it and the sounds it makes. Who or what can play it and hear it? You have reached the second and final part of the exercise. Reflecting on your jottings and the thoughts and feelings that arose during this period of auditory engagement, Select three impactful impressions, sounds or sentences. List and arrange them as if they are three notes in a chord, just as the notes C, E, G make a C chord. Rearrange the notes if you wish. This chord is a personal notation of your time with the artwork of your choice today 
dear music maker. Ruminate on your chord throughout the day, or share it with a friend or with family later. Does it describe you, your time, and or experience in a way that interests you or is meaningful for you? How so or why not? Is it possible to make music in the body-mind, in collaboration with the imagination, or in a space near or far? Does the chord feel like noise, or does it convey harmony to you? Does it involve pause, rest, or silence? Thank you for making music with me 